0: Bidale. Now let the point soar. Uh, rah, rah. Fight on, fight on. Till you have won, sons of
1: Washington. Ra, ra, ra. Hail, right? To the Red Hail, right? To the... Hail right to... Holy cow. We're back. It's Hogging the Mike. I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins, with the other host, Kenneth Paltrow III. How you doing, buddy?
0: Man of a thousand jerseys, back in action.
1: That is a trail of tears that no man should be burdened with. And our other host, Maximus Bacon, how you doing, bud?
2: I'm doing great. I'm just glad we don't have to call and hear Kenny's voicemail anymore.
1: <laughs> that was sad. Is that is that a Lavar Arrington jersey you have? It is. Are you going to close down your restaurant and not pay your employees too? <laughs>
2: Yeah. I'm glad you picked up on that. He, he's a uh, my uh, thought on wearing this was we need linebackers and uh, he was our last one. Uh, well, I won't even say great linebacker pick because <laughs> he wasn't,
0: but great pick last linebacker, London Fletcher. But uh, that's few and far between
1: the best exactly. uh, the best free agent pickup in modern uh, Redskins football team history, London Fletcher
0: yeah or london felcher or whatever they put on the scoreboard that day when they honored him because that's what dan snyder does
1: also the tickets one year i'm pretty sure they they jacked that up too
0: well there was uh um who was it roy hallou was robert hallou because next to robert griffin on the tickets
1: (laughs) somebody was copy pasting and you know Things haven't changed so much as much as they changed you know by any other non name uh would a would a football team smell so lousy uh guys i I had big hopes coming into the season big big hopes you know you know what I was saying. I was saying at least thirteen wins i don't know how I felt after this. They just came out flat and they were flat the whole game. they looked awful like uh. There was a few sparks, but like uh especially on defense, the uh quote unquote elite defense that they have. Uh yeah, I don't I don't even think they'd be on raw, a little little long dynamite at this point.
0: Um <laughs> okay, so you let's start off. Eddie, you said 13 and four, more or less. Um Max, what were you thinking before the season? Um, I believe I said eleven and six. Man, you guys are smoking too much of the good stuff. Uh <laughs> pessimistic Ken was saying nine and eight. And I'm still saying nine and eight, cause they played worse than I would have liked, but about how I expected.
1: Yeah, you were very pessimistic coming into it, which is, you know, depressing as always for Kenny. Well, uh, well, it, this is a sad cast.
0: This is a sad cast um pessimistic nine and eight is optimistic uh especially for washington football team fans you want pessimistic i give you my Owen and 47 prediction nine and eight's like i'm gonna throw a parade if they do that
1: owen cooley um but yeah i i don't know like the defense is what really like got me Cause like they finished really well last year, but maybe it was a false positive. If you look at some of the teams, they finished down the stretch and beat. They weren't exactly beating like great offenses. I mean, they beat the Cowboys, but who was who was the quarterback for the Cowboys? There, there, uh, Kenny.
0: My boy Ben DiNucci. R.I.P. Go Dukes. Uh,
1: yeah. So they were playing people like that, and they. They just, you know, they took care of them in good order. But then they played the Eagles and they probably wouldn't have beaten the Eagles until their former coach benched their quarterback who is playing very, very well, and is their current quarterback now. Um for no reason really, other than to throw the season, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um I think I we're listen, I feel like we're getting too sad after one game. Um you can't judge a team until four games into the season. Uh what was I impressed with what I saw on Sunday? No. No. The Chargers, in my opinion, played a C minus game and beat us. Uh yes, like Herbert's great. They have a high powered offense. They're better than they they pro- probably better than they were last year, but 13 for 16 on third downs, was it? Second worse in Redskins slash team history not okay and yeah did the
1: secondary look any better did they look improved from last year because that was definitely the the weakest point of that defense was the secondary and it just looked like the the middle of the field was open the whole time those linebackers can't cover for crap
2: well we were trying to come up with a creative nickname for the linebackers and i thought we were bouncing around names like the bermuda triangle because the middle of the field was wide open everybody was just gone whenever they uh entered if they were in a burgundy jersey and i don't know it was yeah the secondary didn't look good um st juice was in his first game i uh, was quite a bit he was uh getting beat and uh we missed a lot of tackles as well
1: you can just call them the blow-up dolls because every time uh they would throw it they would just look at them with their mouths wide open as they went by
0: <laughs> um awful We call them the flyover states because nobody wants (laughs) to be there in the middle of the field. Um, So my problem with the, well, obviously the linebackers, biggest issue we have this season. Uh, Game one, it was as if we were playing either 38 yards off the ball or two with our line.
1: They settled into zone so often.
0: Nothing in between. Uh, My other problem I had with the defense this week was, Every time that Herbert threw to the sidelines, he seemed to do that like it was either over the middle because the guy was just wide open, taking a nap and like we'd wake up and catch a football for a first down or he would throw an out pattern. And our cornerbacks were constantly facing the opposite direction from the quarterback, like just Mm -hmm. looking away, turn your head around, make a play.
1: That being said, Herbert was throwing some bullets like he was putting the ball where it needed to be most often uh to where only the receiver could catch it, no matter how good the coverage was I, to look at a positive here. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to put some spin on a turd or anything, but he he would really good. So I, I'm going to pose a question to the two of you. Do you wish that our football team would have taken him instead of chase young?
2: Well, I think there's some uh, nuance to that conversation because obviously we'd love to have a young franchise quarterback that plays to that level, Mm -hmm. but uh, you know what Chase Young gives us, and if we skip on Chase Young, uh, he's likely a New York Giant right right now.
1: You think so? Um, And and I'm not even sure that they would have picked Herbert either because I know they had their eyes on uh, Tua, and that's not really panned out too well for the dolphins thus far um i don't know if they would have picked him but yeah it kind of hurts uh, a little bit i would say just uh because it's been so long they haven't had a true franchise quarterback since theisman probably and yeah they they won three super bowls with three different quarterbacks. So may- maybe it's kind of just baked into the DNA of this franchise that, oh, maybe we can just be fine and, you know, whatever, and we'll do it because, you know, like people like Rex Grossman have made it to the Super Bowl before and Trent Dilfer, uh, <laughs> like, it, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like they had a plan this off to really attack that position that has been like the, the, the sore on the bottom of the tookus of this franchise for so many years. It's what's it's what's held them back in so many so many ways. Even when they had those great defenses back when uh, when Greg Williams was coaching.
2: To go back to your question, the way we draft quarterbacks would uh, Chargers Justin Herbert be Washington football team Justin Herbert?
0: Correct. Uh, Justin Herbert or Chase Young? We made for once the correct decision because Justin Herbert would be Robert Griffin the fourth if we had drafted him. <laughs>
1: I, I don't think that's fair. I, I don't think that's fair. Um, make the
2: call. Make the call.
1: And and also, there's been some criticisms thrown Chase Young's way uh, that after this game too, that he's a one move guy. He only bull rushes. Which, if you look and you watch, he bull rushes a lot. He doesn't really have any other moves. Our our offense is going to figure him out and be able to block him because he he didn't really sniff uh, sniff the quarterback
0: too much this game.
2: And that was supposed to be a mediocre offensive line. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think uh, even if he's got one move, because that one move worked real well his rookie year, if if this is true, I, I have to admit, like I don't watch Chase Young's moves to the game. I'm just watching him eat quarterbacks raw. Um, so if he That's does a tough way to put it. <laughs> if he does have one move, let him be blocked for a couple games. And then if he's truly – a franchise player he learns he adapts and he continues to eat quarterbacks raw
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hashtag eat quarterbacks for all gross uh, <laughs> uh
2: I, I mean i feel like eddie's the expert on chase young he he watches him the entire game i don't think he takes his eyes off of me when he's on the sideline
0: uh, picture and it's just two chase youngs
1: <laughs> i i i've gotten him tattooed on the the inside of my eyelids that's how much i I love Chase Young and I hope he is the once in a franchise player that he's been touted as being and he seemed like he was the first year. Uh, But then again, we thought uh, Robert Griffin was the once in a once in a generation uh, player after one year and winning rookie of the year on the offensive side of the ball. So we'll see. Uh, There's something about this franchise that's that just breaks people inside somehow or or (laughs) it makes them less good. which is frustrating. And there, there's a lot of positives to look at, uh, from the off season. There's a lot of good things to see from the team. Uh, but this first game hurt. It, it hurt a lot. And, and it wasn't just the defensive side of the ball. If you looked at the offensive side, they were, they came out flat, uh, fits in his six attempts, uh, didn't look himself, didn't look good. He was very, just like didn't have the oomph on the ball. And, uh, yeah, I think he finished with um, minus 0.3 fantasy points or something like that. Uh, he was awful. And then he gets driven into the ground from a blindside hit, which I think leads us to this point of Kenny's uh, trail of jersey sadness. I think it's time to to retire the jersey for, for at least six to eight weeks.
0: Are we doing this now? Do you want me to, are we doing this, this happening?
1: I, I think it's a ceremonial thing. Like, uh, you know, whistle whatever song you think is appropriate, you know, uh, as you as you lay him to rest.
0: Sad funeral song. So um, what we're going to start doing and hopefully so. So here's my thing. I don't want this to be a uh, weekly podcast thing we do, because that means I have to buy 14 more jerseys. I want this to be the one time we do it and everyone loves it. And then we never do it again because Taylor Heineke retires at the age of 56. As a Washington football team, seven-time Super Bowl champion. So, in saying that, um, for all the video, I guess people out there, this is the official passing of the torch from one jersey to another. I have to get up. Oh, thank you. I have to get up for this.
2: (laughs) Fitzpatrick, R.I.P. Uh, spoiler alert! There's a Cam Newton jersey on under there.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know what's on underneath this because there's probably 14 more layers by 2023. Just fur, <laughs> just man fur, then <laughs> fur. Uh, because we'll be the Red Wolves. Oh, uh, that's for uh, another podcast. We, we can we talk, we can into, talk uh, about that soon. Howl in the mic. Um, you know, I was hoping God, that no. I was,
2: uh, <laughs> was kind of hoping Kenny was going to flip and slide into that.
1: I'm just, uh, you know, I'm going to blame Kenny for the Fitzpatrick thing because you you are also uh, a disabled hip person. Um, he's you,
0: he's really just trying to be like his fans.
1: You yourself have little hip, a robot hip, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah uh pretty disappointing after he was being touted this this uh summer and uh in, in training camp and everything is gonna be like if he can just be good like decent uh, which is above the mediocrity that we've had the past several years of of people like dwayne haskins um then maybe just maybe with this elite defense that uh that can they can really be contenders,
0: and then he lasts a quarter and a half so okay, so here. I got to go back and I'm going to say, I'm going to make a Heineke sandwich. So Heineke was, you know, a guy that we, no one knew last year because he was literally studying college courses at old dominion and we get him. So when you, when you get a guy like we, the three of us probably exchanged tweets of like, Hey, there's a college kid on our practice squad. The next thing we know, this dude is in the playoffs and this dude's doing something that we haven't seen a Washington football team quarterback do ball out. Well, well, I mean With like, swag. We right. Uh he's he pocket presence. I mean, even like Kirk Cousins, when he was most consistent, didn't have that because he's a slow little man.
1: And he fumbles um, the ball a lot.
0: <laughs> right. And he makes sense of his Heineke, uh, pocket presence, field awareness, and just has this like swagger. And we all got to watch it on TV because there are no fans. And we watched him almost be Tom Brady, and he we watched him be the only quarterback to almost beat Tom Brady in that entire run. So the off season starts, we give him a contract. It's pretty big. 4.5 4. million for two years. Right. And so you're going like, well, that's a great, you know, two-year bridge quarterback, give him a chance contract. And then all of a sudden we get Fitzpatrick to replace another elderly old man without a leg, and we're going, well, I mean, it's good for a year, that's fine. And everyone everyone loves Fitzpatrick. I, I just want to give a shout out to the, my favorite play before we even signed Fitzpatrick of the face mask play that's now famous, because Fitzpatrick ruined the Raiders' playoff chances when he became he, he the exorcist, and his head turned around, and he threw a 50-yard bomb. Did and better was, than Lamar. Right, it was perfect. So I, I already was like, all about like that. And then we get him, so I'm going, all right, you know what? Fine. I was. Ne- I always thought we should have given Heineke a chance first, but I was okay with Fitzpatrick on the team. Well, Fitzpatrick now is me. He's hipless. We're be- as soon as the Heineke game, the g- came into the game, you could tell the crowd went from, like, murmurs and here we go again and being covered in raw sewage to, like, people, there was a Heineke chant. There was a Heineke chant. This guy's played six quarters for us. But, but- – Give give
1: props where props are due. I was the first person on the Heineke bandwagon before the playoff game. I made a bold prediction. First part of it almost came true. I said he would beat Tampa, but I said he would start multiple games for the team this year, and he's going to. As long as he doesn't get hurt, he's going to start multiple games. And he played out. Because I watched more Heineke footage than his parents. (laughs) <laughs> before that game and i was like i don't know i kind of like this guy Um uh, oh, i love yeah, guy. i I'm, I'm, i might go get that uh legend of taylor heineke uh shirt from fanatics
0: yeah kind of like that shirt. The same thing
2: Yeah, uh, Kenny, you were there. Were were there really Hanukkah chants while Fitzpatrick was laying on the field?
0: No. No, 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 no. no. So, not while he was laying on the field. It was after he did the shovel pass when it looked like everything was like the play was over. And he just saw McLaurin just shovel passed it. That was so Brett
1: Favre.
0: That's the first thing I said, Eddie, in the stands. I was like, well, that's young Brett Favre. And it was like, I'm not saying he's going to have a 20-year career. But, like, that play was – Something that he created, which, you know, we watch quarter, we watch Mahomes do it. We watch Lamar Jackson do it uh, every week. And I watch my quarterbacks take poops in their pants or break their bones, <laughs> one or the other. Or, or just tear all their once, ligaments. And for once, I watched my quarterback do something where it was like, that That goes on Sports Center, Like, you know, if we win the game, not when we lose the game it's, eventually. It's, but at the same time,
1: it's, we win it's, from... Ability to play improv- improvisational sandlot football when the play breaks down, and to be smart about it. Because he stepped up into the pocket, and he went left. He came right up to the line of scrimmage, saw the def- pulled the defender up, and just just flipped it past him.
0: Right, how smart right. is that? Uh, so, so I went from watching a quarterback. uh We, you know, Fitzpatrick, he can do it. But like the, we look lifeless, and I, I'm sick of watching us look lifeless. I watched another quarterback come come in who's had something like eight quarters on our team over a co another covid offseason where there's not like a, any flow he's practicing with the second team and he comes in and just looks good again. And we couldn't finish drives with him, but like give him a few games That will happen as long as his kneecaps don't slide down into his feet, which will probably happen because I'm full of sadness.
1: Well, every game he started, including the playoff game, or every game he's played in the NFL, including the playoff game, besides this last game, he's gotten hurt in some shape, form, or fashion. So, you know, that is something to worry about there. Um, If you saw his interviews from today, today being Tuesday, uh, September 14th, um, he was talking about how, you know, he wants to run but only as a last thing, you know what I mean? He he likes using his wheels and he likes doing that. And he's smart about it, right? Unlike uh, some people that do it and then their legs fly over the place like Gumby got smashed into Pokey's ass. Uh, so, you know, I like I like what I hear from him. And apparently the guy's fairly smart. He does some sort of mathematics or some shit. So apparently he knows things. Maybe it's geometry. Maybe that's why he's good at throwing the football. Um, and that one pass to McLaurin, can we talk oh. about that pass to McLaurin?
2: <laughs> that was nasty. Perfect,
1: that was that was more McLaurin just the uh but, he, but having the balls to give him a chance.
0: For sure.
1: And then McLaurin like doing some matrix type stuff <laughs> and somehow tracking the ball and catching it. Yeah, his feet uh,
2: were he, facing one way and his upper body was facing the other. He and was like backwards. I thought the corner literally picked the ball off, like watching it on TV and live action because his arms were extended out over McLaurin and like then you see Terry hold the ball up and you're like holy crap what just happened
0: the adjustment he made while that ball was like 10 feet from him uh was incredible because I mean from a being there perspective with the angle I had on that was well like that ball was thrown kind of behind him and I've it's been 32 years since I've seen one of our receivers catch a ball like that. Actually, I can remember once, if you all remember this, a few years ago, I think it was Harmon in a game made like a one-handed grab the exact same way when we were all in his rookie year, and mm-hmm. we were all like, Harmon's going to be the answer, and then we never heard from him again because he got injured, <laughs> and then that happened.
1: But Also, was- Anthony Armstrong in the Green Bay game when he jumped over everybody and caught that one ball for the win.
0: I don't even remember that to be honest, but oh,
1: it's, it's a glorious picture. If you ever see it, it was like, I, I rubbed it in Miller or mine and Max's friend, Miller's face so hard.
0: <laughs> so, so I guess, I guess... Make that adjustment. It's, it's, it's like this guy, you know, I watch other teams do it all the time. Like I was just saying the same thing with like quarterback pocket presence. I watch other guys, I watch Tyree Kill run down the field a thousand miles per hour just and it looks like it's so easy. Then I watch my receivers just like weep in front of their cornerbacks before nothing happens. McLaurin is a guy that like most guys would love on their team. And we have him.
1: And yeah. I wanna see more of Sims and less of Humphreys. Like, what has he done ever?
2: Yeah, he's just like a veteran sure handed slot guy, like uh, just a comfort blanket, pretty much.
1: And who who uh, gets penalties that killed kills drives. Um, yeah, I, I want to see my young guys given a shot. And uh, yeah, I know they brought him in because he, he worked well with Fitz. But well, Fitz is dead. <laughs> he's so, dead. He's gone. So,
2: uh... I get all right. So Kenny wanted to kind of go through through some of the positions. So obviously, we've kind of uh, touched on quarterback a little bit. But one one last question I have for you is, why do you think that Taylor Heineke, everybody that you talk to or see on TV, they're already convinced that he can't be the answer. He's not the answer. Whenever we have seen these flashes of greatness, is it just because he has an injury history?
1: Uh, I don't think that's it. I think it's because there's so much PTSD amongst this franchise's fans that you you don't believe anything that's in front of you anymore like not uh, even
2: just the fans though i mean like you know analysts and oh and
1: analysts other, like, other uh, team fans and like yeah uh, how, how good's mayock again he, he was a great analyst real good gm too huh <laughs> idiot well,
0: okay okay so i i have an answer for that and the answer to that is because the dude three two three years into his nfl career was studying college courses in december there's a there is because a reason. He's three foot tall oh, listen, <laughs> listen there's a reason why the three of us are not smarter than every franchise in the nfl maybe a couple of them especially ours but not all of them and there's a reason why taylor heinecke did could not make top three or four quarterbacks on 32 teams now does a guy maybe on his own time study economics 101 and then watch game film and then go in his mom's backyard and play football and work on his foot movements possibly because there's something that we're watching where it's like man given time and and uh practice this guy has potential to be
1: something definitely definitely like uh I mean, again, I was on the bandwagon. I'm going to say first. I think it's it's documented well on the hog and the mic Twitter. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. It's what I wanted. Um, it's what it's what I was hoping for. Um, in some ways, I didn't really want Fitz to go down like this, but I, I did have a feeling uh, because he doesn't often make it through a whole season uh, that we were going to see Heineke before sooner or later.
2: Was there anything there with Kyle Allen or besides a Rivera uh, connection from Carolina? Uh,
1: I think they liked him. They traded for him. I don't think he's anything. Uh, I think he's a
2: backup guy. Just a jag. 2.0.
1: Just a jag. Not even McCoy like like McCoy. I swear if McCoy had an arm and not just like a noodle. uh, Dude's smart. I think he can. I think he can play ball. But I just don't think he had like the physical arm to actually make a lot of the NFL throws and be uh, competent on this level.
2: Fair enough. So uh, do you wanna do you wanna do the running back?
1: Running backs, uh sure.
2: You're yeah. fine,
1: <laughs> minus the dagger, minus minus <laughs> putting the ball like after an interception, after the, the defense had sucked all game. Finally gave you something. Finally gave you something. Picked one off uh and and just yeah like uh couldn't do anything about it just just put it right in the dirt immediately yeah. like uh I'm,
2: you, can't, you can't do that and win ball games. close ball games.
1: no nope. he, yeah. he was having a great game beforehand
0: antonio gibson is the answer also Jarrett peterson is going to be the man you heard it here first even though everyone would say the same thing once you saw him in the preseason uh, just love with that dude. That dude is a hard runner, a fast runner. Guy had like 480 yards in a football game two years ago for college. I really like him. I'm so glad that he replaced Barber. Did you just call him Jarrett Peterson? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and and see, I'm I'm cheering for him too Patterson. because he, he he like had a literal redskin shrine in his parents' uh, basement, like uh, growing up, and and is a fan. And you see stuff like that, like it being everybody's dream, I think, uh, to, to play for your football team at, at one point in time in your life, you know, when, when you think you're a great athlete or whatever. Uh, but this guy went and did it. Like, uh, so you got to be cheering for him. You hope it happens. You keep your fingers crossed. And and here he is. I think he looked good when he was out there. Um, Hopefully it's a good one-two punch. Hopefully Gibson can uh, recover mentally from that and from the shoulder injury that he sustained. It sounded like he was a full-going practice Uh. Today, um, hopefully, hopefully it keeps going on and uh, they just pick up and and keep going. Like, uh, and I don't want to see Gibson drop any more footballs too, because you could tell he was in his head after that, because he immediately they immediately came back to him, and they immediately he dropped the ball.
2: It seems like y'all are um, channeling your inner Scott Turner, and you've already forgot about J D. McKissick as well.
1: I think that's fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, like he's who he is. Um, I have no thoughts on McKissick. (laughs) He
2: he was, he was, I mean, he played, but he didn't, he didn't do anything. I feel like last year he was catching five, six passes a game minimum. And I think he had one catch for eight yards or something like that. But anyhow, we got to get that offense going and, uh, he's, he's dynamic. They need to get him the ball a little bit, I think.
1: I mean, Kenny's so ashamed at this point that, uh, he won't show his face.
0: <laughs> to us right now. You can kick me out of this so you're always getting audio at this point.
1: And that takes us to an, another kind of sore point on the offense, uh, fr- from from the, the running backs to the offensive line. Should they let Morgan Moses go?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. At this point, I uh they they threw Cosme to the Wolves, I will say. He pretty much had to block arguably the best defensive end in the game right now.
1: And it didn't even look like they were chipping him. Like, uh, why wouldn't you help him when you see him struggle like that?
2: Gibson laid him out one play, though. I don't know if you saw that or not, but he uh, he literally smacked him in the mouth and knocked him backwards. It was was nice.
1: I I didn't see that, but I'll have to have to go see if I can find it like uh,
2: the one time he was blocked, I believe.
1: But uh, not great. I mean, Sheriff uh, multiple penalties including uh, one that really like that one offsides that really like uh, killed a drive. Um, There's a lot of penalties too. Uh, it, it wasn't a clean game like at all.
2: It wasn't a uh, Rivera discipline game. I feel like, like uh, I was kind of disappointed.
0: Uh, me too. I, me too. My, my thing is uh, it's game one. Oh yeah. Once, once again, off season's a little, a little shattered because of the whole COVID thing. Like it's, it's not as, Fluid is normal. I'm going to give a lot of teams, especially on week one, you give them three, four weeks. If we're doing this by week four, it's a problem. Week one, like I thought that the the craziest thing to me in 2020 was we had fifth string linemen on the offense that were starting that was doing a phenomenal job. And we have most of them back. Like it wasn't all Morgan Moses last year. Granted, he did do his part. Mm -hmm. but i think i think we'll be okay there the plate but uh devil's devil advocate of that statement we don't have a quarter starting quarterback right now our quarterback one is dead because of the offensive line yep
1: or a water slide if a random caller (laughs) 106.7 the fan is to be believed and i don't know maybe it wouldn't surprise me at all uh just knowing how uh how the luck has gone here with franchise quarterbacks uh i mean dwayne haskins did spend like twenty five thousand dollars or something on a on an instagram hooker or something like that so (laughs) awesome uh not a lot of smart people of course this one went to harvard so maybe i don't know uh and something that 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 bothered me as well uh and and this goes into offense the punt let's talk about the punt
2: (laughs) yeah that was um I think I sent you the statistics on it cowardly being one of, the, yeah, one of the most cowardly punts in NFL history. But um, that being said, at that point in the game, uh, it's easy to say knowing what we know now, but I actually thought it was a smart decision, the way the Chargers were moving the ball on us to use our arguably best weapon interest way to pin them deep. And we had them pinned uh, third and sixteen. On what, the 12-yard line?
1: But do you – but then again, look at what he was doing to the defense the whole game. Look at the third-down conversions the whole game. Do you trust that defense at that point? He's kind
0: of got their number.
2: Fourth and seven, maybe. Fourth and 12, no.
0: (laughs) Right. There's a difference between third and four conversions, third and six conversions. Third and 16, if you give that up, you deserve to lose. That's it. That's it. Ron Rivera made that right decision. And I am someone that always say you play to win. But there were seven and a half minutes. I believe we had two timeouts at that time. And we put them on the 10 yard line with a defense that's supposed to be our thing and a a backup quarterback in the game. uh, You pin them back and you get the ball in the 50. We had the third and 16. All you have to do is have a linebacker exist.
1: I just thought it was a little (laughs) bit chicken shit. For a guy that's supposed to be a riverboat gambler mr mr let's let's you know let them fall as they may that was a little bit chicken shit for me i'm not gonna lie like uh i think at that at that point seeing what he was doing to the defense and how he was coming up with play after play no matter if it was third and whatever he was doing it every time he was putting the money uh, the ball right on the money and throwing darts i i gotta i gotta trust in heineke for that one uh, because when they gave him the ball, he was rolling for the most part. Like when they gave him time, like uh, and and Gibson wasn't putting the ball on the turf. Um.
0: So, so on the other side of that coin is if we had gone for it, we made it. We scored a touchdown. We went up by what was, was we went up by, up by three points. They were still getting the ball back with four or five minutes left. It still would have happened. So you like, they were going to get the ball back. We just want to be like, last up. And if we could stop them right there, that was a game-winning drive. Except our defense said, what's a defense?
1: I, I think it's very questionable, though, <laughs> especially when you you look at the percentages on that. Uh, and, you know, should be playing, should be playing uh, making data-driven decisions, I would say, to stay and age in sports. Probably a smart thing to do. Uh, I thought it was kind of foolish. Uh, I think it's something that will be questioned. I hope I don't see that kind of... Uh, that kind of cowardice again. Like uh, I was, I was disappointed in it.
2: I feel like yeah, a, da- a data-driven decision putting a single linebacker in the middle of the
1: field on <laughs> third down. I mean, <laughs> I think that's just an intelligent decision. Also,
0: <laughs> not looking at um, the stat of how many quarterbacks were eaten raw by Chase Young last year. You fit in about quarterbacks, and that was supposed to happen, but it just didn't.
1: Uh, all right well, let's flip the flip the script to the other side of the ball a little bit. Let's talk about defensive line uh, not a lot there a lot of first round a lot of first round draft picks, not yeah. a lot of sacks where they get uh, one sack the whole game
2: they get like a they get like a uh a d only for the sheer fact they were able to stop the run but uh
1: sometimes not,
2: not in key situations and they could not get a pass rush at all, which it
1: was bad when
2: when you spend like four first round picks in a row on defensive line you got to get more than that out of them
1: got to expect more than that um i expect more than that i think i saw more than that out of kerrigan during the eagles game
0: <laughs> so uh, oh, i forgot plays with. don't bring don't bring that no, come on stop it yeah no, it, it hurts it hurts right i forgot he was even there speaking uh, of first round picks yeah so so to me this was like a perfectly baked dessert that just tasted like crap today de- like uh, sunday and the, on Thursday, it's going to taste great again. It's fine. It'll be fine. Uh, Daniel, J- Daniel Jones is going to be, and say it with me, Eden Raw.
2: I think Kenny's room's on fire around him and he doesn't even know it.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Daniel Jones has quote-unquote eaten uh, the team Raw more than he's eaten <laughs> any other football team in yeah, the entire league Raw. The savage,
2: the savage rivera quote of uh yeah <laughs> we I we mean, gotta we gotta figure out why daniel jones we're one of the few teams that daniel jones plays good again
1: I, and i don't i don't need him to give him any like uh freaking bulletin board material at this point because he has he he barely looks like an nfl quarterback half the time but against guess <laughs> washington oh, every time every time
2: yeah. no you're <laughs> right that's not, that's the only thing i have in the back of my head about this game that we have a chance to lose.
1: All right, well we've already talked about the secondary ad nauseum and the linebackers. Let's talk about
2: the special teams.
1: Let's Justin talk about the tiddlywinks. Cut him. Uh, i think i think like 50 what no 45 45 yards maybe 40 pretty darn accurate. Anything outside of that absolute garbage. But you see a guy on Monday Night Football hit a 55 yarder to keep the game going. You see it happening with good teams all the time. They're finding kickers that can do it. It's time to let him go. He's so, not that good. He's not even that good on kickoffs.
0: Right.
1: He's cost him he's more games than he's won them. Oh, and it's far. way past time to kick him to the curb.
2: And so then I, he'll become David Akers.
0: I have a um, source that has a lot of stats in it. It's called uh, stats that I've made up in my head. And one of the stats that I know for a fact that I made up in my head is that Dustin Hopkins is 0 for 76 over 50 yards. I do not believe he's ever made one. And for some reason he tries seven a game. And I don't know why, because in this game, I, I lost $20 in the third quarter when I bet the fans around me that he was going to miss a field goal and it was like 40 yards and he, and he made it. And then I said double or nothing because it was a 50 yarder and I got my money back.
1: <laughs> he's awful. Uh, the He's just awful. Uh, I think other than that returns fine, nothing special there. Uh, no egregious mistakes. We've got our pro bowler back there punting the ball for us. Um, love him consistently good, consistently just, knows how to place the ball uh does it all the time probably will make the play, so we, uh, pro bowl again this year so, so we
2: uh so we're gonna give eddie Panero his his shot i guess oh
0: God. it's gonna take a few games i, I do want to say that i do think our special teams has gone from the tiddly wings 12 to the tiddly wink period and the tiddly wink is dustin hopkins
1: and he needs to hop his ass on out of FedEx and, and never come back. Uh, I'm so sick of him. Um,
0: well, so so I will give you credit that like the timeline goes something like 1987, Dustin Hopkins was born. 1989, he missed his first field goal. 1990, Eddie wanted him cut. And then just <laughs> last years when I finally got on that bandwagon, uh, I was I was supportive of him. And then I just—it was too much. Like I, you, always, you miss field goals. I get it. He misses too many field goals. Uh, you
1: know, I'm the I'm the one that tells you what the malignant parts are before you're willing to come to to grips with it most of the time. You know. Yeah. I'm, always, no, I'm, I'm here for that. I'm here. Uh, I'm here to be negative before you can be overly negative.
2: <laughs> I'll give you that. You've you've done it a few times. Uh, I remember you were on the uh, Josh Dodson Malcolm Kelly 2.0 train early on. Uh, yeah, there's been, there's been a few. You you called.
1: I, I called. I called Bruce being the worst person in the world.
0: Was Robert Griffin the third?
1: Um, it's because he touched me in a space my heart hadn't been touched uh, since 1992.
2: He was the last uh, one to let that
1: one go. Uh. Yeah yeah maybe uh 2012 was a magical year it's probably the last time i i could say that i was truly truly happy uh as a redskins fan and uh th- th- i haven't felt a sense i want to please please anyone <laughs> make you has, me feel you good
2: had, you had that glimmer of hope in the off season um you, you shaved your beard your rich crackers are gone um uh, <laughs> it was never uh, rich yeah, crackers <laughs>
1: it was never Ritz crackers <laughs>
2: <laughs> well whatever they were they're gone and uh no I I am um, I don't I'm like Kenny I, I don't think you can can give it all away after week one um oh. actually on my NFL picks for the week I picked all the games I I picked the Chargers to win I just had some sort of inkling in me that that something was going to go wrong in that game
0: everybody um, boom acts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will never pick against my team even if I know they're going to lose even if Robert Rivera sends me a handwritten letter that said, I am losing this game I'm picking this team."
1: Speaking of Robert right, Griffin that. the turd after, like, okay, so now he's an analyst so to speak uh, whatever that means and during the game he says you got to give the people what they want and what they want is more Heineke. But that didn't stop him from on Twitter posting the, the the Vikings run of the 68-yard run and then also posting a picture on Instagram with the title Make the Call.
2: That Jarrett Patterson
0: liked. I think we should have a rule that we never mention Robert Griffin III on here again only because <laughs> of how insignificant – robert griffin iii is in 2021.
1: exactly it's been almost 10 years since it one magical season and then like lots of trauma afterwards just i was proud of, of trauma. Of,
2: proud of eddie he said the ship has sailed on twitter It
1: sailed uh i, know, I he never that, learned how to slide he never learned how to that, read a defense
0: <laughs> i hope that dwayne haskins Posts a picture of the one completed pass he had in week four and says the same thing. Oh <laughs> Jesus. I hope, I hope Joe
1: Theismann posts a picture of his leg. All healed up, make the call. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, so,
2: um, we, so we didn't get a pre-chargers pod in. So uh, real quick, I'm going to throw a few categories out. I want to, I want to hear your guys answer on what you, what you predict for the season. Um so first of all, who is gonna be our offensive player of the year?
1: McLaurin.
0: Agreed. And uh it won't even be close.
1: Won't even uh, be close. I, I I won't say that. Followed by uh his new best friend, Mr. Heine himself.
2: Uh, I think I think um I think Gibson will be the number two. But yes, I'm in agreement on McLaurin. Um, defensive Player of the Year.
1: It's going to be Chase. Uh, I, I I was I was making the talks about the bull rush and everything. Chase is going to have a good year.
0: So Chase Young. You day. think it's
1: going to be Holcomb? You think it's going to be Bostic? Kenny. Yeah.
0: Kenny
2: thinks it's Kenny thinks it's going to be Landon Collins.
0: <laughs> I was going to say I can tell you who it's <laughs> going to be, and that's human garbage compo- uh, composition. Landon Collins. Uh, who is going to be? montez by god sweat
1: that is if he doesn't uh not make a few games for some reason we'll see we'll see Uh,
0: i think he'll be okay i hope he'll be okay uh montez sweat in my opinion is right now better much better than chase young but we're comparing like uh, an a to an a plus in my opinion
1: you mean adonis to like I don't know something I whittled out of a piece of uh, uh I don't know, plyboard.
0: <laughs> yes, that.
2: Montez has a year on awesome him. Awesome Uh Yeah, I, I'm I'm going with Eddie. I'm going with with Chase Young.
0: That's the easy pick.
2: Yeah, no, I like your pick though. He, uh, he's going to be the strong number two. I have a feeling. And, and Kenny's
1: smarter than everyone else.
2: Of course. Last <laughs> but not least rookie of the year that's a tough one
1: i i i i don't know and and frankly i don't i honestly don't care uh as long as i see progress and i see like actual a team building and having like layers of good players so when the next man steps up and they have to that they're better and and that you don't see a big drop off because you've seen that year after year this team has had so so many injuries, like uh, so many injuries every year, and uh, they've just they they they've fallen into utter disaster because nobody stepped up. There was not a, there was not good drafting. There was not good anything, and yeah, they just looked awful. So hopefully, people step up. Everybody actually you know is coached up, coached well, and uh, we have rookies that can fill the holes when when the inevitable injury bug happens.
0: I have three answers. Three answers? I, no, listen, listen, listen. I have three answers. I have who it's actually going to be. I have uh, who it's going to be, not because my first answer is ridiculous. And then my third one is who it should be. So the person that's going to be rookie of the year is Cheeseman. because he's, he's our long snapper, and he's going to be great person that, but he's gonna have no impact on the game other than he's not gonna f up number two he's got a cool name yeah great name uh plus he's like our third long snapper in 25 years we by the way i'm going on record and you can take this uh to my deathbed we have the washington football team has since the new england patriots started their dynasty the best long snapper in the nfl since the year 2000
1: i miss ethan albright that's all i'm gonna say
0: yeah, we've had, and, and we've had listen, Sunberg and Albright. We've had the best long snappers in the NFL. It's the most ridiculous stat, but it's true. Uh, who is going to be our real rookie of the year? That's not a long snapper, Saint Juiced. Uh, no, that's not actually where I was even going with that. He's the one who I think is going to be, but probably won't, because you know who is going to end up being. In in pessimistic Kenny's world, it's going to be Diami Diami Diami
1: Diami w- Brown.
0: Diami Brown
1: with his single digit number at receiver.
2: Yeah. That's actually, that's actually who I picked. Um, I've, I figured you were going to say St. Juice. Um, De'Ami Brown's already been on the field. Um, he didn't do much game one, which is okay. Cause nobody really did, uh, other than McLaurin. And, um, I think he's going to make some plays this year. I think that, uh, he's going to develop this year and the wide receiver cuts next year are going to be even harder than they were this year.
1: We'll see. We'll see. You got, a old uh Anthony Golden Gandhi, whatever the hell his name is, on the old practice squad. Everybody was everybody was talking about how great he was and he's on the practice squad.
2: And so, nobody claimed him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because he was hurt all year last year because they can't draft people and they can't get good they can't even get a good free agent wide receiver.
0: No, he was on the IR um also oh, yeah. can we all just quickly just say a prayer a quick prayer to my boy jimmy moreland who's no longer with us football team wise. he's
1: dead though <laughs> he's dead to me
2: <laughs> he's in the same category as fitzpatrick
1: he's in the same category
2: as r.i.p r.i.p <laughs> um and uh, also i guess we should throw in here real quick before we make our giants prediction um any thoughts on a on a name we're going to keep the football team
1: I think there's only two decent options. I think all of them are awful, to be honest. I think I think every logo I've seen anybody mock up is absolute trash. It looks either like some West Texas football team, some trash ass XFL Arena League logo, or just like, like one of those, like like the Atlanta Falcons jerseys, right? With the big ATL and like the too much piping, it looks junky. I, I hate modern NFL jerseys. I'm going to be honest. Like most modern looks are trash. You saw the classic look come back and they, they added just a touch of modern to it for the chargers. They looked classy as hell. That's one of the best. That's one of the best Jersey combos in the league, especially when they go powder blue looks awesome. Uh, I think you got to either go football team, which is my choice or red wolves. You get to keep HTTR that way, which is fine. I think it's kind of stupid uh but i kind of like football team uh, I, 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 I for a team that's had such a culture problem for so many years the whole no name but team moniker like i like that uh and and not in a kirk cousins way um I, I want them to keep that i don't know if they'll do it i don't know if they can do it as far as like you know the copywriting and all that since it's too generic or whatever um but i don't know it's kind of grown on me i have a speech uh, of course you do. Give us your soliloquy.
0: <laughs> okay, hold on. I have a lot of thoughts and and prayers, but mostly thoughts. Um, okay. Oh, where do I want to start with this? Washington football team. I agree with you, Eddie. So, so here's the thing. When before we even, before Red Wolves was even a thing, the first thing I said about the team name that I really wanted was that it was two syllables and it started with the letter R. So we keep HTTR, we could sing the theme songs. Um, we you know, the, the whole, the, the, everything was just like flow, keep the burgundy and gold. Here's where my speech comes in. When we announced ourselves as the Washington football team. Every single person that was a fan and a lot of people in the NFL thought it was a complete joke. A year into it, people got used to it once they saw the branding, once they saw the team get behind it, once they got used to it. People aren't okay with change. Change is not okay with anybody. Uh, I truly think... Okay, because uh, Eddie, I'll agree with you. You had a great example. The ATL on the Atlanta Falcons jersey is complete garbage. It's it ugly. T- it's, they've had that for, I think, two years now. And for two years, I can't get past it because every time I see it, I'm like, that's gross. What is that? But 90% of the stuff that's new, people don't like. You give it two years, everyone likes it. I think they could name us something terrible Brigade. The- yes. Well, it's okay. I have to admit I, I'm giving, I'm doing this rant. Monuments. Listen, listen. I'm doing this rant and I got something against team names that don't end in S. That's been a thing for me for like 20 years. Uh, it should be pluralized. It should always be pluralized. It's my only grandpa moment. I don't like the like. hockey star doing it like the wild. Gross. Uh, don't do anything like that. The WNBA is a bunch of teams like that. The XFL is a bunch of teams like that pluralize your name if it's pluralized i don't give a shit what it's called and team
1: team indicates more than one you know it's a group what, but under one name
0: that name is so ridiculous i kind of like it but like it's I almost said, a
1: protest against changing the name in general which i also kind of find funny
0: right it's like choose a name nah, nah. yeah that's <laughs> it. um i truly think that whatever we choose is gonna get so much backlash for about two to three seasons. And then everyone's gonna show up in that gear and it's gonna be just a thing again.
1: I I don't know, like, uh, I, I think you and, saw a stadium yeah. that was 33% full, as you said, uh, this last week. And I think not all of that is how bad the team has been. I think a lot of that is some heartbreak over the name being changed. And it's, you know, people don't like change. They don't. Um, I, I'm, I'm being one of those people, but it's, you know, uh. The team is more about, you know, a tradition with my family and my friends and my loved ones and, 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 and you know, coming together under one thing for all these years, whether, you know, every Sunday, we, we may disagree on a million things in the world, but man, we always agreed on the Redskins. And we were always there for that one thing. And having that changed sucked and I get it. And, and I'm okay with it being changed. I get it. I completely get that, you know what I mean? Uh, I won't, I'm not gonna buy any other, jerseys and stuff, but that's my choice. And there's a lot of people just like me. And there's a lot of people just like you that are just rooting in a tootin' ready to get rid of everything you got. I can't wait to get all of it. Please send me that. I'll put it on my wall. Um, so, I, you know, I I think it goes here and there, but I do think there's a lot of people that that aren't gonna get over it. I mean, you even heard it in the stadium this week. What did, What did people sing? There, and there was a what did people say, fall. and people said, and people were chanting, "Let's go Redskins!" Right,
2: you too, weren't you?
0: Here's how <laughs> I look at it. Um, so we, we we've gone through like a couple of years of the name change, culture change, whatever you want to call it. And I still went to a tailgate this last Sunday. I still got drunk at nine in the morning. <laughs> I still had uh, meat at nine thirty in the morning. I still went to a game. Where I was utterly disappointed. Watch a quarterback got hurt. Like it didn't matter. Typical, typical team. Didn't matter what the name was. Still had a great time before the game and a terrible time during the game because it's the same thing. No matter what we change. That's why all the people that are against the name change. It's like get over it because that's the team you're gonna root for. Imagine us going to the NFC Championship. How many people that burn their jerseys on YouTube are going to purchase a football team or a Red Wolves jersey and be like, oh, I always supported them because it's just as winning. When they win the win.
1: Super Bowl, I'm gonna take whatever the, the Super Bowl shirt is and I'm gonna erase the Washington football team logo and the name. And then I'm gonna Photoshop in the one I want. And then I'm gonna pay to have them printed for everybody at the <laughs> tailgate. And I'm going to sell them at a premium, and I guarantee I sell out in 3.2 seconds.
0: Make great money. There was a lot, I'll, I'll be honest with you. going with the jersey just for a second. Going with the jersey at the tailgate at the game, it's about 50-50 at this point. And I was, very, I thought it was going to be 90-10 Redskins over team, where everyone was going to be old, old Eddie Jenkinses, where they were like, ah, it's the Redskins. But it was, it was 50-50. And I was very impressed with that.
1: I will say a lot of it has with me not liking what the new stuff looks like currently. Uh, I'm glad they've kept the uniforms mostly the same. I've always hated the this here under the under the shield. I never liked it when it said Redskins. I think it looks stupid. I never I don't like it when it's this gigantically long Washington font either in gold. I think it's awful. I think it's awful and I don't like the W and the font they're using because it is exactly Atlanta Falcons font. It's not, it's not even their font. It's Atlanta (laughs) Falcons font. It might as well say ATL.
0: W for win.
1: So, so, so what's your, what's your most wanted name? Give me, give me your top three. Me or Kenny? Uh, Kenny. Yeah, and your soliloquy. (laughs)
0: uh, Okay, so to be honest, Red Wolves is, is, is up there because of the, like I said, two syllables starts with an R. after Red Wolves, I don't give a shit what it is. So humorously, I want us to be the Monuments, because I think that's the most Washington name you can be. And and everyone's going to make fun of it, especially when our our logo is basically a penis uh, on the helmets, and that's it. Um, But like that, to me, I want something, so I want something that is either two syllables R or so DC, like the Washington, because we already have the capitals, like so the washington monuments would be like oh my god that's amazing the washington like constitutions something stupid (laughs) like that the the
1: washington taxation
0: the washington taxation without representations
2: eddie would definitely photoshop chase young laying on his back under a washington (laughs) monument
1: yeah i would (laughs) i don't think i'd have to photoshop it i'd have to like uh have to make the washington monument larger Oh
0: my God. <laughs> uh, I will say uh, <laughs> I will say what I said back in 2012 when this first became a thing. When people were like, hey, you're racist. You support a team with the Redskins name. And I said, back up. The the, the team's always just been a football team to me. Like that means nothing Same. else. When you break it down on paper, you're correct. It's probably terrible, but I've never broken it down on paper because that's a football team. It's a nonsensical word. That's just a football team. But my backup statement to that was listen we can change the name to it at the time i said we could be the washington flamingos i'm still gonna root for them exactly because my local football team that's exactly and and that whole issue is a
1: a multifaceted issue as you know because there's like what 600 and something uh native american tribes and, and and whatnot throughout north america and terms come along at different times and are originated by different people so i have no doubt that it is in fact racist to a lot of them uh and I think you know it, it. takes very little to see somebody as they want to be seen. Uh, I say this as wearing the shirt, uh, but like, it takes very little to to see somebody as they want to be seen, and and uh, to talk to them as they want to be talked to. And so again, I I don't uh, I don't have any anger over it being changed. Uh, I I hate that we didn't get like a last season like the Indians are getting. You know what I mean? To say uh, awful name they got there too, um, but. <laughs>
0: We'll just uh, it them. was very
1: abrupt and it just came along at a bad time, uh, with everything going on and and uh, the pandemic and everything. So or but you know, maybe it was just the right time, right thing, and that's the that was the way it was finally gonna happen. Um uh, so I, I'm happy to not hear about it anymore. Hopefully they pick a team. What are your top three there, Maximus?
2: Well, I did have a top three set, but I I I now like the Washington Flamingos. Um that that, that was pretty good um no and I, I do want to say I respect uh Eddie's feeling on uh liking to be a, a like a classic look classic classic whatnot but I feel like Eddie's the one sitting over in the corner playing a Game Boy while I'm sitting there holding my new switch and uh I think we can have some really cool Red Wolves jerseys or uh which is my top choice um the out of the eight finalists or whatever um probably that and and the football team once again um i wouldn't be mad at the red hogs or anything like super dc either we're so. gonna get
1: we're gonna get more penis jokes than they got as the redskins when they call them people like, <laughs> the four skins yeah, it's, <laughs> red hogs is just like an, an angry uh chlamydia filled penis <laughs> at this point <laughs> you know fw like, I, just, I don't know. Um, really, if they do go Red Wolves, I hope they keep the jerseys absolutely the same or they go back to the, the one season and the 2007 uh, throwbacks, right? Jason Campbell? Yeah, yeah. That they, they lost the one game uh, to the Giants on the one-yard line because Portis couldn't get over the one.
0: Uh, yeah, they were take,
1: take, take the feathers off the wardrobe. Leave the R on there maybe even go maybe even go into the old gibbs are please god bring that back go back to this font please just go back to this font i hate i hate the atlanta falcons font it's awful um but it's because it's not unique to the team that that's why i don't like it um but
0: i want to keep this logo and then rename us the wedskins
2: (laughs) <laughs> we just got a speech impediment we, we can keep and, we can keep the uh the w and we can be yeah. the washington water slide
1: oh god and the only <laughs> and if they just kept the jerseys as is honestly and everything as is the only thing i would add to it is put the stripe back on the helmet
0: yeah no put yeah. The, just stripe put the stripe back on the helmet yeah i think they will with the new whatever logo we choose
1: like i i love the stripe and i think the numbers suffice but just 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 the stripe yeah
0: I'm good with the stripe
1: all right speaking
2: of speaking of stripes are we gonna are we gonna stripe the Giants this week
1: I think so but I need to know what are sizzling keys to success Max What what do you think they have to do to win this game and then my other question for both of you what do they have to do to win this game and is this a must win i know it's week two sounds a little crazy but you look at the schedule you see those last five games all against the nfc east is this a must win
2: okay so the first part of your question the uh the keys to success that's going to be a doing what rivera said and figuring out why daniel jones tends to play well against us um and and b uh, just kind of getting back to the fundamentals of of what we were doing, winning games last year, which is stout defense. Um, kind of switching things up on offense, whether it, you know being run heavy for a little bit, and then and then dumping it off on a uh, on a out route or a, a play action, whatever. We're gonna have to get something going on the offense. It's kind of we were just flat, uh, lots of um, lots of three and outs and stuff like that. So basically, get an offense going. And we got to get some sort of identity on that side of the ball with Heineke. Uh, that's the big thing. And um, I think the defense is going to be, be fine. It was just we we played a really good team uh, with a really good quarterback. That, that's all there was to it. I know we were kind of down on them a little bit after the game, but the more I sat back and thought about it, I'm like week one, short preseason, young team, still building chemistry. We're going to be okay. Um, as far as a must win, <laughs> I, I think so. I mean, we're going to Buffalo next week. Um, you
1: got Kansas City coming up.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, week four, uh, Falcons. Uh, that's definitely a winnable game. Um, but um, you don't want to go into Buffalo 0-2. And you definitely don't want to go into Atlanta 0-3. So I think this is an important one.
1: Absolutely. What do you think, Kenny?
0: Two things uh, with keys of the game. Number one, I think we win the game if this, if only this happens. Don't turn the ball over. We don't turn the ball over more than one time. We win this game. I think also we, so I think we win the game. We don't turn the ball over more than once. I think we blow them out. If key number two, we get an ounce of a pass rush consistently through the game. Cause Daniel Jones is not a guy that I can trust. If you put a little bit of pressure on him, um, as far as is this a must win goes, I think it's absolutely silly uh, and ludicrous to say in week two that anything is must win because there are 15 other weeks. And in saying that, this game is absolutely a must win game. (laughs) I love how
1: he contradicts himself in the next sentence almost every time.
0: (laughs) And I'll tell you why. Uh, Once again, the hard schedule I agree with but you have two games at home in a season where you have nine road games and eight home games. Two of the home games will already be been gone. If you start off 0-2, and we don't play division games until like 2029, like the rest of our division games after the Giants. So you start off with a loss in the division. It's all going to come down to a final month, but this game is one that you need to step on the Giants to – continue going to your season there's no reason to really panic at 0-2 but because of our situation of having two home games one against probably the worst team in the division by far if it's not us and we can prove that this Thursday which I hope we don't uh you have to beat the Giants um prediction of the score I so so before Uh, I
1: I mean that's my that was my that's my next question is what what's your prediction
0: Okay, so I actually did predict we were going to lose in a shootout, which ended not up being a shootout because of circumstance, I feel, because that game could have been a shootout with the Chargers, but just everyone decided not to score once they got to the 20-yard line. I said we were going to lose to the Chargers. I just uh, saw we were- Okay, calm down. Yeah. I just saw we were two green coming out of the gate. My prediction against the Giants, the Giants 13, the Washington football team 32. Whoo.
1: You sound like me last week. So for me, two things they have to do, two keys to the game. Heine needs to pick up where he left off, which was playing very good football. I think he's got a 91.6 passer rating. Not too bad. I think he might have had one interception. I think that was from like a tipped, like deflected ball that wasn't his fault. He's been pretty smart. Second, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Give me a pass rush. That's I see it. You got to yeah. see it because Daniel Jones isn't that good. He right. really isn't. And that defensive line needs to do what they said they were going to do. And I think it was Allen that said, We'll give you a better game this Thursday than we gave you Sunday. Make good on your word. Let's do it.
0: Right. Remember, is this- four words. Four words. Eat Daniel Jones raw. <laughs> <laughs> good God. And is this a
1: must-win game? Absolutely. Uh, it is. It sucks saying that at the beginning of the year, but just looking at the schedule, uh, winning first place in the East last year has put the team in a more difficult spot than it could be, Um, especially with uh, the NFL gods again screwing the team with five division games to finish out the season, which is insane. It's insane. When does that happen in the NFL? To nobody but this team, absolutely that being said, my score twenty three to ten, Washington, and you know why they're going to win, Kenny. Why is that? Because I'm going to be there with you this Thursday uh, at the tailgate. Oh, <laughs> well, that's it now. breaking
0: news, but you can't say it on this podcast <laughs> and then not go to the game. Now. Oh,
1: I'm I'm breaking the news. I'm I'm getting Jackie's ticket. She's selling it to me. She's picking me up in Columbia, and I'll be there. All right. Hi. And yeah. a hazmat
0: suit, by the way, I can't wait. I can prepare for that. Good. OK, awesome.
1: I just wanted to see Kenny smile. Look at how smiley he is. He misses me.
2: Because <laughs> it's been two and
0: a half years since you've been to a game. We're going to snuggle. We're, we're going to snuggle in the seats.
2: My you all are. You all are maybe so my cute.
0: depression's
1: over. Hopefully I don't catch the death. <laughs> Now Max, what is your what is your prediction there, Max?
2: Okay, um before I give my score prediction, I would like to to make a quick rundown of the how much faith Eddie has in Taylor Heineke because he picked him up in fantasy today, and he left these quarterbacks in free agency: Ben Roethlisberger, Sucks. Matt Ryan, Trash, Teddy Bridgewater, Tua. Terrible.
1: Kirk, Garbage. he likes
2: that cousin. F Him, <laughs> Derek Carr, and we we won't go through the rest. But Daniel Jones is also one of them. So uh, he uh, he he has some he has some faith in Taylor. Um, my score prediction is going to be that Washington does what they love to do and give us all a heart attack and keep this game close. Rivera is going to go for two at the end of the game. And we're gonna win twenty two to twenty one.
0: Good lord. No, still like the opposite of last year.
2: Yes. I, exactly.
1: I think I think it's because of the skins tangibles. If you if you remember <laughs> that stupid segment. Awful. No. And they get five points for skin tangibles. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, now we got team tangibles. Oh boy. Well, look at that, guys. Can you believe it? We're back. There was there was In not any effect. yelling. Moderate amounts of happiness lots of amounts of sadness kenny didn't give us a poem maybe next week maybe he'll be in spirits to give us a poem next week he did give us a ceremonial uh changing of the jersey um here what? we are <laughs> here we are that's it
0: that's it the buck stops with Heiney. well 2040.
1: <laughs> uh but that being said we'll see you next week i'm your host eddie jenkins with your other hosts max bacon other yeah. hosts. Kenneth J. Paltrow with the third.
0: The Giants Raw!
1: Saying, <laughs> remember, hope is the one thing that can help us get through the darkest of times. See ya.
0: <laughs> to
1: contact Hogging The Mike, search for us and find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hoggin' The Mike, or send us an email at hoginthemike.com at gmail.com.